episode 210, which is a song by Strat. Didn't get a chance to listen to it. I'm Trey, joined, as always, by Dylan and Cam. Tucker, I believe, is on his way. He said, oh, update. Might not might not be here tonight. Um, how are we doing, gentlemen? Doing good. Nobody's living the dream because Tucker's not uh, here. I'm, I'm, I'm living one hell of a dream. I have a cold. I'm happy to be back. I was gone. You mean you showed up. Week. Well, kind of. I showed up for a second, but we're back. We're, this is this is good energy. Uh, Cam mentioned it earlier today in the chat. I had good energy this morning. I got good energy now. Let's get after it. Big show for Dell. Winners and losers. Um, I have a possible take of the year candidate might be hitting for me. Um, as we saw this week, the Falcons hired some guy. I forgot his name already. Uh, who's not? His, I know his name's not Bill Belichick. Uh, the Panthers hired a guy. Not Bill Belichick. The Seahawks hired a guy, not Bill Belichick. So that's basically commanders or TV for Bill. And if you would have, when I told you my take, what was it, two months ago maybe, that Bill wasn't going to get a job and go to uh, TV, sounds like that's probably what's going to happen now. So, Which is hilarious. What a take by me, potentially. This could be a take of the year material already for me coming in here because nobody thought he wasn't going to get a job. So I'm, I'm pretty proud of that one. I'm happy with that one right now. Um, other winners and losers. Waste Takes Parlay moves to 1-19. and 19. Split week for the boys. Tucker missed his. 5-15 and 15 overall. I missed mine. Thanks a lot, Lamar. 11-8-1. and one. Cam hit his. Very sharp. Cam is 12-6-2. and two. And Dylan hit his. He is 9-10-1. So almost at 500, Dill. You can get a, get a win in your Super Bowl. <clears throat> Whatever we figure that out. No, no parlay this week, but um, what? There's there no has games. to be su- well, Okay, sorry. There has to be Super Bowl parlay. Though. Yeah, there's gonna be a big old Super Bowl parlay. We're probably gonna put more money on Wait, it. Wait, gonna pick pro, more pro Bowl, Pro Bowl parlay? I don't think you can bet on the Pro Bowl. I think um, we should. In other news, playoff competition standings have been updated. Um, myself. Dylan, we are actually geniuses. Picked the Super Bowl matchup before the season, so that's pretty impressive. Um, Look at us go. It, it, I, I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, that's that's pretty good. Um, Tucker got one half. He had Jags Niners. Um, and Cam, obviously, we've talked about, does not have any, but Cam did pick up two points for his picks. This week, he had Chiefs Niners. Tucker had Chiefs Niners, picked up two points. Dylan had Chiefs Niners, picked up two points. I had Ravens Niners to uh, just be loyal to my takes that I hate the Chiefs, be loyal to my haterdom. Um, so the current standings are Dylan with 26, myself with 24, Tucker with 22, Cam way behind with 15. So... Dylan and Tucker picked up 12 points. I picked up 11. Cam picked up two this week. Uh, now, very interestingly, though, I'm out of it. I cannot win. Dylan and I both took the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. I I mean, I could pick against Dylan next week for the one point, uh, but I still wouldn't catch him. Tucker, interestingly, is still in it. Dylan has the Chiefs. Tucker has the Niners. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. How many points for a Super Bowl winner? Just one point? Preseason is 10 points. If you pick the winner, it's 10 10 points. But if between, like, we all pick and we get one point. Yes, we will all, there will also be one point up for grabs based on our prediction next week. So that's, (laughs) yeah. All that housekeeping. Uh, any other winners and losers, fellas? Well, I have a potential winner. My take um, just about the 49ers winning um, because of the whole who loses first, Eagles or Niners. Oh, who yeah. loses to who? Remember that? Um, so that that's a possibility. We'll keep that. We'll check back in on that after the Super Bowl. Check back in on that. Um 
We also have wasted take 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 of the week. We have take of the week. Uh, three way tie. Dylan did not give a take last week. Three way tie between me, Tucker, and uh, Cam. Dylan, you can choose the winner, but um, you're gonna have to. You know, you're probably going to be able to figure out who gave the take. So try to put your bias aside. Just pick your favorite take and make the selection. Did you listen, Dill? No. I believe that he didn't listen. I like, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I'm throwing an audible here. Um, I'm going with... Uh, what I believe to be is Cam's take. I'm going Nick Saban because I actually think That's that there's me, a baby. chance. Uh, because I like yours, Trey. Yours is B. I know I, I could decipher that. Um, but as little, uh, it was definitely wasted. Um, but no, that that's why I thought going to get your pick. Seems a little too crazy. And the the Shanahan thing from Tucker is just stupid. So. I mean, shout out Tucker for being stupid. Trump buying the Mets isn't like a crazy take, but mine is. Okay. It's fine. Trump Um, bought the Mets. He's from New York. He's got a lot of money. Okay. He could Um, use some more money right about now, though. All right. Wasted takes. Cam, do you have any winners and losers as well? I got to get a beer. I got nothing. Do you have a take? Um... Yes, but I don't know if I want to give it right now. All right, I'll go. All right, so as I mentioned at the very top of the show, um, head coaching opportunities seem to be drying up for one William Belichick Sr. Junior? I don't know. William Belichick. Um, It sounded like Atlanta was a done deal, um, and then it kind of fell apart. Um, I'm thinking it's because I think I had mentioned this. He doesn't want to lose personnel control and he um, wants to be paid the highest salary in the NFL like he was in New England. So I think he's got to kind of reevaluate his priorities. If he wants to really coach, he can't be asking for these things. Um, but in the meantime, things have dried up. Now, there is one opportunity out there that is very attractive, I think, to Bill. Um, at least from you know a, a location perspective, I'm sure that he would be happy to head to uh, the Washington area and coach the Commanders. Not a very talented team. Um, maybe they'd they'd give him they no they wouldn't give him control because they just hired a GM, so he would have to cede that. But either way, it's not looking good for for Bill. He's now minus 1600, I think, to not coach next year. Um, but I have a little wrinkle, and I, I mentioned this to you guys. There's been some reporting out there. I'm, I'm a big if there's smoke, there's fire guy when it comes to Patriots-centered things because they're they're not a lot of not a lot a lot of concrete news coming out of Patriot Place and those involved. There was a little rumor that started with Mike Florio that Andy Reid might be looking to hang it up. When you look at Andy Reid, what do you what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Just looking at him. Fat would be my answer. I don't, nobody wants to answer me. Fat would be my answer. Right, yeah. um, <laughs> that would say something funny. I'm just trying to tee you guys all up. Right, all right, all right. All uh, right. We're back. I look at I look at Andrew. I think fat. Fat guy. Probably not in the best health. Uh, you know, he's had some ups and downs in his life. He's a great coach. Nothing against him as a coach. As a guy, he seems like a great guy too. Had some ups and downs in his life. Um, you know, he might be starting to think about the health a little bit and he may be, might be slowing down, might be getting ready to retire. Now it started with Mike Florio and then it was picked up by Adam Schefter. When something is picked up by Adam Schefter, there's something there. It could be posturing from Bill saying like, Hey, commanders, you know, I have other opportunities, so get me in here. Or it could be posturing from Andy being like, Hey, I could walk away and I want to be paid more. Could be that, but I'm going to, I'm going to choose to listen to it. I'm going to choose to buy in. I think that Andy Reid will retire when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, which is going to happen. Um, he will retire, and the Chiefs will hire Bill Belichick. Now, I, I hear you saying, why would they do this? What? How does this benefit Bill? You know, he, he's he's marred by the fact that he couldn't win with it on elite quarterback. He's a grump. Andy Reid's a fun guy. Are they going to get along? doesn't matter. 
Bill is going to put all that behind him to defeat his one true enemy. I'm, I'm using him again, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, in Bill's eyes, ruined his career, ruined his life, ruined his legacy. If he was allowed to trade Tom Brady and keep Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm speaking from Bill's perspective, he would have won three more Super Bowls. He'd still be coaching today. He'd have the wins record in the bag. Brady derailed all that, went to Tampa Bay, won a Super Bowl. Just ruined Bill's legacy. So why does Bill want to go to the Chiefs? Because he can help the only true enemy to dethrone Brady's legacy, Patrick Mahomes. Andy retires. They hire Bill Belichick. He gets Patrick Mahomes on the course. Probably isn't there for him to win eight Super Bowls, but sets him up to win eight Super Bowls and pass Brady as the greatest of all time. That's the take. Out of pure hate. I'm a big hater now. That's my take. I disagree with this take. I don't think that Whatever. Bill would ever. Can you hear me? Yeah. I don't think Bill would go there. I just I think that it's kind of like I guess it's kind of like Brady going to the Bucks, them being a good team. But I feel like Bill going to the Chiefs is just guaranteeing him the win record, which I guess is your point. But I think that's too easy for him. I think people would just say, oh, he just went to the Chiefs just to get the record. He didn't even need to be a good coach. So I don't think he'll do it. I think if he does come back, it'll be, you know, to a team that he can somewhat build and not just walk in. He doesn't have a lot of time left. He might be sitting out next. Listen, I'm just saying we got to look deeper, guys. You got to look into my the, the Brady hate aspect of it. It's not even being considered. Like you have to look. He doesn't have time. He's 73. He's old and fat and dying. He needs to get the win record. He can't be fussing around. How many does he need? He needs uh, 16. A year and a half in KC. Hmm. I mean, it would be the place to go. He doesn't have a lot of options either, guys. He's not not, who wants him. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think he's going to coach. You don't think that if Andy Reid retires, they'll give him a look? Why is it being reported on? Because <laughs> Andy Reid's overweight. He's got frozen booger mustaches. We saw him with the face shield and COVID. And he should probably retire just for his health, like you said. Those names being thrown out in these reports. I'm just asking people to read between the lines with me. Just get on the same vibe. Why would they then turn around and hire the 73-year-old guy who's... It doesn't matter who they hire. They're going to be good. Maybe he... Do you think Bill's got all his marbles? No, he's lost his That's the point. Yeah. He's got a couple screws loose, it seems. He can't do it without an elite quarterback. And guess what they have? Quarterback. Some would say the best. Some would to ever do. Say, it. Some would say the go. I think those people are dumb, but they would say that. All right. Well, I, I I tried. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying to read between the lines. Have you have you know you get on a different plane of thinking other than la di da di da. Oh look, Nick Saban's going to coach again. I I'm trying to you know get deep into the trenches, give some real sports takes, some some flaming hot stuff, and nobody ever likes my takes, and I'm a little frustrated. To be honest, every time I get on here and I give a flaming hot take, it's like, no, I don't like that. All right. So so give me your give me someone. Give me another take before I, I start to lose it because I'm upset now. All right. I'll, I'll follow up with mine. I also have a Belichick take. Uh, obviously, him and Brable both not getting jobs this year. So my take. Is that next year, Bill and Brable team up. I don't know where they're going to go quite yet, but I think that Bill and Brable have a lot of off-season discussions. They end up teaming up somewhere. The first ever co-head coaches in NFL history, both considered head coaches. So it's obviously wasted because Bill wants complete control. He wants the GM job. He wants everything. They're going to figure it out. They're going to be co-head coaches somewhere. First time ever. I'll respond to your take as you guys respond to mine. No, there's no such thing as co-head coach in the NFL. I don't believe it. It's never happened. It won't happen. You can't do it. Well, that's what I said. 
Yeah, you can't. It's not allowed. You can't have co-head coaches. Dylan? Um, co-head coaches, no. Could I see them both maybe teaming up and going somewhere? Potentially. Uh, I think... Uh, I don't know. I mean, they would they would pick, have to go to a team that they both feel fits their needs um, and whatever their career path is. So I don't know if that's going to be the same for the two of them, though. To be honest with you, I don't think they even team up. I don't think Brable wants to bend the knee to Bill. I think he did that as a player. I think, I think he takes pride in the fact that he's, you know, found success without being under Bill's arm. Unlike, you know, a guy like Mayo, who is now a head coach, who knows what he's going to be. But he was brought up through the coaching umbrella and he learned, you know, how to coach from Bill. Vrabel didn't. Vrabel did it on his own. He went to, you know, Ohio State and he went to Houston and then he ended up in Tennessee. So he did it on his own. I don't think he wants to be attached to Bill in any way. So that's my honest to God opinion on it in terms of them teaming up at all. Bill, you got a take? Um, I'm trying to formulate one right now, uh, but I'm not all the way there yet. I mean, again, like I come to the show, I have a take ready. It's wasted. You know, it's got some, some evidence to back it up and everyone hates it. And I'm, I'm, it, I feel like times I get no votes anymore. I haven't gotten votes in years. This is going on year two of me just getting zero love from anybody we pulled three votes on the goddamn poll nobody even votes on our polls it takes two seconds to vote on a poll i vote on every twitter poll i see doesn't matter what the subject and i vote on it i mean i know cam's in a similar boat all right i'm sorry okay um here's the take we're on super bowl number 57 yeah i think so yep next week uh, Super Bowl 57. Uh, 57, uh, like the ketchup, Heinz ketchup. Uh, it's got nothing to do with, with the take. Just figured I'd lay that out there. Um, here's the take. The last time uh, a Super Bowl was won on a field goal was uh patriots was a 2018 no. military no not 2018 oh two, 2000 and so super bowl 38 2004 um well 10, and then five but 2004 season and then uh a couple years before that it was super bowl 36 um wait no they didn't and, did they win i i no, I think it was 03 was the last time against the Panthers. 36 was when against the Rams, Super Bowl yeah. 36. Two Super Bowls later against the And then the Panthers, it was Super Bowl 38, yeah. And then all the way back to Super Bowl number 5. Um which I don't even know what year that was. So, the take is that um this season we're going to have a another Super Bowl win on a field goal, last second field goal attempt, time expire. Um, and it's going to happen uh, due to math. Uh, it's going to happen because um, when you take, so when you take five, you have the number five. Um, it's not two digits, just one. So you can't subtract it from anything if you, like, had two digits. So it's five. And then 36, if you take six minus three, you get three. And then when you take uh, eight and minus three, mm. so 38, you get five. Um, and then from there, you figure out a way uh, to make it equal 57. And that's the reason. Okay, so the math has nothing to do with it. You're just calling, yeah. calling for a calling for a, a field goal so yes. i'll say this <clears throat> i think i don't i mean we'll, we're going to talk plenty about it over the next two shows i don't think it's gonna be a close game um 
but you know, Super Bowls tend to be close, especially recently. I think the refs probably had something to do with that. But um, I mean, the last blowout was what Seattle, Denver. That was a blowout. Other than that, they've been pretty. I guess Tampa Bay was kind of a blowout, but against the Chiefs. But even then, it was it, it didn't feel like it. Um, so they tend to be the, close. Le- the legitimate think- reason behind this is simply because I think the the um, 49ers have been playing um, not as good as to what, uh, or they're, they're they're playing not as good as I think they should. I think they got more in them, and the Chiefs are playing a little bit better than I think they should. Um, and I think there's going to be a, a really even battle both ways, and I think mistakes are going to be made offensively, a uh, bunch of picks. And I think I just feel like this game is going to be a lot of people running down the field, uh, you know, having decent drives, and they're just being turnovers. And it's going to be lower scoring. Yeah, and I, I don't hate it. 17 to 16, and then someone kicks a field goal to win. Some stupid number. I don't hate it. Um, the only thing I will say is I don't know anything about the Niners kicker. I forget his name. Never heard of him. Um, Harrison Butker's dog, good kicker. If this happens, it's the Chiefs kicking the, the game-winning kick. That's that's my takeaway of it. Uh, Bill, I mean Cam? Um, I like it, though. I don't know where the math comes into it, but I think no, this is yeah. a good take. Um, I'll add on to it. The longest field goal ever in a Super Bowl is 54 yards. I'm going to go ahead and say that that's broken on the game winner. And I agree, Trey. Harrison Bucker, 55-yarder to win. Can we bet that? Can we say 57 because it's the 57th? Oh, 57. There it is. That's, that's how we tie it together. All right. There it is. Game-winning field goal, Harrison Bucker, as time expires from 57 yards. Harry Butt. Yeah. Good say with 50 seconds, 57 seconds left on the clock. No, it's game-winner. All right. Well, that still still would be a game-winner. You just bet. Yeah, I guess. I, I see what you're saying. Buzzer beater. Um, all right. Let's go into the games this weekend. We'll start with the earlier game. AFC Championship. In Baltimore, and I am sad. I am very sad. The Lamar Johnny tweet, the Lamar save us, it all sucked. It sucked. They were bad. So here's the thing. The the Chiefs deserve to win the game. They played well enough to win the game. The Ravens pooped themselves. They absolutely panicked. Best running offense in the NFL, eight rushing attempts, is pathetic stupid and I was on Lamar's side this is probably the most I've ever been on Lamar's side you know I started off the show kind of on Tucker's side saying you know he's not a good quarterback he's a running back that can throw the ball a little I said that he would never win a Super Bowl which I love that take that is an all-timer for me um he's he's just he's he's good right he's real good at the sport. However, he's stupid. He's very, very dumb. We've talked about the Wonderlick scores. This game, I mean, between him, it's not just on him. It's on Harbaugh, too, and the play calling. I don't know who their offensive coordinator is. Just chucking the ball downfield over and over and over, expecting something good to happen. And it did a couple times. It did a couple times. They had some big completions. Zay Flowers, who I'll talk about more. Nelson Aguilar. They, they, could they, but it wasn't consistent enough, and that's not how you're going to beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs' run defense isn't that good. That's, I think, the one chance San Francisco has next next week or two weeks from now. Um, I just, I, I don't know. It's weird, and I think Lamar's dumb, and that throw into triple coverage was dumb. Another dummy, Zay Flowers, he, that deep pass, you can what do what, you, you can't do one thing. You cannot get called for a taunt. You had a deep pass. You're in the red zone. You're at the five-yard line. Cannot be taunting. Idiot. And then gets the ball punched out by the player he taunted. I mean, I, we got a lot of friends that went to BC. That's the BC education right there. So 
Ravens, pathetic, losers, loser franchise, poop themselves, do it all the time in the playoffs, going way back. I mean, I remember I, I brought this up before, but them freaking out because the Patriots were running weird formations, like getting the rules changed. They're just, they're kind of a loser. They're kind of a loser. And they have a couple Super Bowls and, you know, they, they've broken through a, coup a few times, but they, boy, they panic in the playoffs. As for the Chiefs, Mahomes was awesome. You know, wasn't his best game, but strung together, like, I think 10 completions to start the game, 11 completions. And I'll say this, I hate Travis Kelsey. I'm a known hater. The dude showed up. I mean, he had he did not have a, gr a great year. He had probably his worst year of his career. Big players show up in big moments. It's like Gronk in 2018 wasn't much more than a blocker. And then in the Super Bowl and in the AFC Championship against the Chiefs, caught a ton of balls and, you know, set up the Patriots' only touchdown. So big players, you know, Hall of Fame players, they show up when the lights are brightest, and that's what he did. And, you know, that's – he's a uh, a great player. And But I, I just think the Chiefs are inevitable at this point. I've talked about it. They are the next Patriots. I, I think that they have a very good chance – I guess I guess here's my thing. It's difficult to say that they can string it out for 20 something years, right? But they're going to win this Super Bowl or the next one or the next one, maybe all three. They're going to go on a, another they're going to be, you know, the class of the NFL for at least 5 more years. Once Reed is done, we'll see how it changes. I don't think it will too much and that might go to credit Mahomes on being the greatest of all time. And on that matter, um, I, I again, I think, you know, you can say that he's the second best all time already. I'm not willing to just because it's so early in his career. And yes, you can say potential wise, he could be the second or best player of all time. He's not there yet. So let's wait. He could, God forbid, have a terrible injury on Super on the Super Bowl and never play again. And he'll retire with, you know, two or three Super Bowls and, you know, decent numbers. So I'm not ready to say he's second best of all time. I know people are. I it just I remember when Brady was breaking through Montana and it was such a fight every day to be like, oh, Brady, Brady's not better than Montana. It's like, yes, he clearly is. So, yes, I, I think Mahomes does have a very good chance of ending up as the greatest quarterback of all time. And it sickens me to have to admit that. But let's calm down. Let's wait it out. Let's see. I hate Taylor Swift. I can't believe she's going to the Super Bowl. I, I, the, I saw a great TikTok or tweet today that was like a Browns fan being like, Taylor, Swifties have watched football for three months and are, are getting ready to go to the Super Bowl. And I've watched my team for 22 years and haven't been. I hate it. I hate the Chiefs. I hope they lose. They're going to win. They're going to lord over me for the next, you know, 15 years probably. Uh, who Who's next? I'll touch I'll on James. So, I I think the Ravens really shot themselves in the foot here. Obviously, like you mentioned, not running the ball. But at the end of the day, it comes down to the quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes completed 11 of 11 to start the game. Perfect drive. Kelsey showed up. And Lamar didn't. He had every chance in the world. Even at the end of the game, after the Zay Flowers thing, still had two or three more drives where he could have come back. And he just didn't. So I said it before the game, Lamar in the rain, can't trust him. Lamar in the playoffs, can't really trust him. So I think the Ravens shot themselves in the foot. Chiefs were clearly better, better prepared. Um, and, yeah, I think they're probably going to win the Super Bowl now pretty easily. I, do you think Lamar will ever, like, break through and win a Super Bowl? This was the year, honestly. This was in it. the in this AFC. I don't I don't see it. I I just don't see how that team can get any better. If he does win MVP, which he probably will, um, if that's if that's the best that he can play, and he still can't do it, then I don't see him ever winning one more. I feel like this MVP season was not as good as his last one, though. But maybe I'm wrong. No, definitely not. No, it wasn't. Yeah. I just, I think he's just, I think he's too dumb <laughs> and it sucks. 
And I, like I said at the beginning of the season, I have some reporting on him that I will not release to the public that he's very dumb, like incredibly short-sighted, stupid. So, um, Dylan, what'd you make of the game? Um, yeah, the, the first drive by the Chiefs, uh, touchdown drive was their second longest touchdown drive of the season, I believe, like in terms of um, time off the clock. And that set the tone for the game. Like they, after that drive, you're like, all right, they're firing on all cylinders. But it was more um, a level of poise that the Fal- or Falcons, that the Ravens just didn't have. Um, you know, Lamar's making mistakes, and I don't, the play calling was weird, or I don't know if he was just, like, the, the, Cam, you, you can tell me this. Um, if, what is it, a go route where you just run fast past a guy? I don't know. Yes. Yes. A go route. Right. So they're just, they were just beeline it down the sideline and throwing it deep balls is that the play or are there other guys open that he could have thrown to because it's ba- well, they it basically like that's what they were doing that's what yeah because we he basically just hiked the ball and basically just hiked the ball and immediately threw like a lob up there um i've seen uh, also to that point i've seen a lot of reporting and like hate from fans saying that the line didn't protect uh lamar i couldn't disagree more it seemed like he had a ton of time back there there was a lot of plays where he had a lot of time. There was a lot of plays where he didn't have a lot of time, too. But some of the ones where he did, it was like, why aren't you, like, finding a gap and and taking eight yards? Instead, he was just kind of standing there, and then he would throw it, and it would not end good. Um, that being said, I mean, I wouldn't say... So those plays were weird, and a lot of them were, like, first down plays. Just like uh, we're, we got to start off with a good drive right here. Okay, let's just waste to play forty yards downfield for no reason. Um, it's kind of like like sometimes the Patriots would do that too. Um, it's like okay, this drive's over, didn't even start. Um, but there were moments of where the Ravens looked really good, especially coming down and scoring a touchdown right after the Chiefs did in the first quarter. Um, it just came down to poise in the big moments. Um, Lamar and the rest of the offense just, you know, had too many blunders where they couldn't afford to, to have it, and the Chiefs don't make those mistakes. It seems Holmes to me doesn't make those mistakes. Not just the throwing mistakes, but, like, he was running into tacklers. Like you said, like, there was a couple times it was like, okay, just take off and get three, five, three to five yards and – Go go back next down. Like it's not it's not third down. Like go back and just go next down. And he would just stand back there and then realize he didn't have anything and run right into a Chiefs defender instead of like cutting up field. I, I don't know. It, it was a little. It, it wasn't the normal play out of him. So I don't know I if it was, was. I think he was just trying to do too much. I, I think yeah. that's really what it was. And. Uh, I want to get to your guys' legacy thoughts. I I know we're ahead of the Super Bowl, and I'm not even saying I'm not saying win or lose for Mahomes and the Chiefs, but obviously four or five Super Bowls, the Patriots in their latter half of their dynasty, that's what they did. Four or five, um, lost one, one, three. Um, they Mahomes now the numbers between him and Brady. He's been to, I think, as many Super Bowls as Brady now, and I don't, I don't know. They're, they're, it's just everything's getting similar. Cam, I think you said something earlier this week about um, you already consider Mahomes to be the second best of all time. Is that the case? Yeah, I said that when we did our QB rankings a while back too. So this just, this just uh, solidifies that. But his his stats are better than Brady right now. If he wins this one, he'll be tied with him with better stats. I question the longevity of it. I just think it's nearly impossible to play 22, 23 years at that level. So I think he'll probably win like five and then just call it quits after that. Maybe play like 16 seasons. 
But yeah, he's on pace for it right now. Yeah, It'll be that, weird when he retires. That picture came out today of him shirtless, and it was not the best look for him. But, I mean, not that Brady was ripped or anything, you know. I don't know. I just well, I didn't, I I didn't think, see that photo today. I still think it's just too early. And I, I, obviously I see the potential. And if everything goes according to plan, he's going to be one or two, 100%. But you look at guys like, like Rodgers, who – Yes, only won one Super Bowl, but had great numbers his whole career. He's not considered two. I don't think he was even ever considered two. I mean, some people said said so, but, you know, just based on his skill. Obviously, Mahomes has the skill that Brady didn't have, you know, the athletic ability that Brady didn't have. He's tying him in the numbers. He's, you know, getting close to the first half of Brady's Super Bowls. I just still – I think – I just – it bothers me that we have to have these conversations. It's like, can we wait a little bit? Like with Jordan and LeBron, like, yes, LeBron's at the tail end of his career, so it makes a little more sense to talk about it. But like, why do we have to to, to rank them so quickly? And it's just from my experience of rooting for Brady. I thought he was the best of all time after three, you know, after the 07 season and when I was like, when I when I gained really football consciousness, I was like, this is the best player of all time. I'm so lucky I get to watch him. But for a long time, people were like, no, not really. I mean, Montana has more Super Bowls. You know, he never lost in the playoffs, blah, 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 blah. And there was just excuse after excuse after excuse. And like, that's me now defending Brady. But it's like, I acknowledge that Mahomes can pass Brady. I think that's entirely possible if he stays at this pace. I think it's just so early to already say that he is the second best quarterback to ever play. He's 28 years old. I mean, things could get really bad. I'm not saying they will, but they could. So I'm just not ready to put him at number two yet. That's all. I I, I don't know where I'd put him. Probably top five. I don't know if I'd put him past Manning yet. Like, I, I just don't think I would. I mean, really, he's only won one Super Bowl. People forget. People How forget. many... Uh... How many Super Bowls has he been to? How many years in the league? He start. He was. He started his first year starting was 2019. He's been to the AFC Championship every year, every year since, and he's been to this will be his fourth Super Bowl. So four Super Bowls in five in five years. Yes. No. He lost in the AFC Championship twice. So. Four Super Bowl. I thought, I thought he started in like uh, he was drafted in playing like 2016. He no, he was drafted in 2018. Sat a year again behind Alex Smith and then started 2019, won the MVP and lost to Brady and the Patriots in the AFC Championship. That was his his first season as a starter. Man, wow, that seems like not too long ago. I know, but that was so six years ago. And yeah. It, yeah. So my whole thing on this is. I think there's merit to what you're saying, Trey. Um, it's like if he died tomorrow, never could play football God forbid. again, whatever, whatever God forbid. it is. God forbid. What his career stats would be crazy, though. Like, it would still be insane. Six years or five. Do we, do we figure it out? Five starting years? 2019. Four. 20, no, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, six. So, yeah, six starting seasons, five Super Bowl appearances, four Super Bowl appearances, four Super Bowl appearances, appearances, two wins, one, technically, and (laughs) AFC Championship, the whole thing, best stats, like, you know, numbers-wise, passer rating, all that jazz, basically. Um, you know, that's, those are still numbers after six years to be like, yeah, I mean, that's pretty, uh, pretty dynamite for six years. Um, so I think arguments could be made about two, um, if he couldn't play football tomorrow. Okay. Or I guess after I this guess Super Bowl. I'd probably be ready to put him at two if he wins this one. I'll be ready to put him at two. Because then he'll have more than Manning. He'll have... One short of Montana with much better numbers. Um, I even then I struggle with it, but I guess I don't know. I'm just a hater, but at the same time I acknowledge his greatness. It's just I hate that we're already like, oh, he's better than Brady. 
let's wait a minute. Let's slow down. All right. Um, next game, NFC Championship, Niners, Lions. I'll start with the losers once again. I mean, great story. The Lions hold it together, have have built it up. I will say this. Tucker's been hard on Dan Campbell. I 100% agree. I don't think Dan Campbell's even really the coach of this team. I think he's a guy that is there to rile the boys up and wear biting kneecaps and ripping off butt cheeks. and blah, blah, blah. A computer runs this team. They go for these things on the analytics. He could have kicked a couple field goals he passed on because of the analytics. If you're going to let analytics run your team, then you deserve to lose. And that's what he did. He let analytics run his team. And they lost as a result, almost a direct result. Yes, they had some bad bounces, but at, at the end of the day, it's a, there's a human element to these sports that is not being considered by these absolute nerds. I heard a story today in reference to this. Do you remember, Dylan, the, obviously the David Ortiz Grand Slam against the Tigers, uh, against Joaquin Benoit? Yeah, the, the cop, the bullpen cop. The analytics said that Daniel Nava should have pinch hit for David Ortiz in that position. But everybody knows David Ortiz is one of the greatest clutch postseason hitters of all time. So obviously you're not going to do that. Like, if we just resign everything to analytics, sports are going to die. They're going to be boring. Dan Campbell isn't even the head coach of the Lions. It's a computer. (coughs) That being said, you had a huge lead. You're muted. Sorry. Can you break down exactly what they did that you're saying they shouldn't have done? They went for it on fourth down. I forget when exactly it was. They could have kicked a three. And if they had kicked that three later in the game, they wouldn't have had to go for it on fourth down. They could have kicked another and they would have like tied it up or had the lead. I can't remember the exact situation. But the analytics. That's a lot of what if stuff. The anal- yes, yes. The analytics said. They had a higher win probability if they went for it on fourth down. But if they were able to kick a field goal, they probably would have been in a better spot. They they left points on the board is what I'm saying. They left mm-hmm. points on the board. I, I I get the analytics to an extent, but there's a human element, especially, especially in the playoffs, where you have to just grab your nuts and play the game. And it's it's the same thing with baseball. I, I hate it. I, I hate it. And it's just annoying to me. But – they had a huge lead. You can't give up that lead. They had some, like I said, the Ayuk catch was nuts. And I, you know, it's some bad luck. But still, at the same time, they kind of play. They they, they went over aggressive like they always do. So, whatever. I'm kind of out on the lines. I think they're going to have a down year, down, more down year next year. I don't think they'll be back to the NFC Championship. I know a lot of people are saying they are going to only go up from here. That's what everybody says to be nice. I think this was their shot, and they blew it. And what what a thing for the city of Detroit to just constantly have to deal with this. For <clears throat> the Niners, um, expected them to be here. Great comeback. George Kittle is awesome. He t- planned out his they had us in the first half line at halftime. He said, like, I'm going to go up there when we win this game and say that I said that line. Like he, he, and then he said when they lost the Super Bowl, he said, we'll be back in it, blah, blah, blah. So I'm happy for them. I like the Niners. I know a lot of people hate them. I like them. I've always liked them, probably just because of their uniforms and my sweet Jimmy G. But I'm done with the Brock Purdy hate. I'm really done with it. Like he led a huge comeback. He's in the Super Bowl. Like he's not the greatest player to ever play. But he did this game when things weren't working. He made his he made it work with his legs. Like he he's a decent player. He's undersized. He doesn't have the best arm. I like Brock Purdy, and I'm sick of the hate. That them going up against the Chiefs, I think they're going to get smoked. I don't think I don't think they're I don't think either of these teams is going to was going to beat the Chiefs. So I don't think it ultimately matters. Um, but I'd rather see the Niners there. I think they have a better shot. Um, I don't really know what else to say about this game. I kind of, my eyes kind of glazed over when they went down big and then, you know, they came back and I don't know. Good for the Niners. Uh, Cam, you got anything on this game? Yeah. Um, just 
going to specify what Dan Campbell did. They were up by 14, and it was like a fourth and three. Could have kicked like a 30-yard field goal, go up three scores, and they went for it, did not get it. Obviously, the comeback ensued. Then again, they were, I think it would have been like a 52-yarder when they were tied, and they went for it again, didn't get it, obviously lost. So he was, that he was, was 45%. Their kicker was 45 or no, never mind. He was 75% from, from that range uh, in the season. <clears throat> okay. I thought it was 45, but it, it, it would be hard for me to kick that around. They should have kicked it. Hard for me to give that call to kick the second one. Right. I agree. The All second right. one, not a big deal. The first one definitely should have kicked it, but hindsight 2020, uh, the lines blew it. Simple as that. Nobody expected the Lions to win, even when they were up by 17 or 20, whatever it was. Uh, I think the live bet was still like plus 105 for the Niners, which is insane. You, you called it pretty early, Cam. What's that? You called it pretty early. Yeah, you did. Yeah, no. I mean, it just made sense that they were going to blow it. Um, I completely agree. There's, there's a human aspect to it. You can't always go by the statistics. That being said, he did it all year. That's what got him there. But there's a situational aspect to it where he should have just used his brain, which he doesn't have, clearly. Um, I feel bad for the Lions a little bit. It's just very Lion-esque for that to happen to them. It's a great story for the city. But I think Dan Campbell's not the guy for it, to be honest. I think he's a it's big like- rah-rah guy. What? Oh, go ahead. I think he's a big rah-rah guy. Um Definitely a leader there, but at the end of the day, I think 99% of coaches win that game with that lead. Like you said, obviously things didn't go their way with the big catch, the fumble, but at the end of the day, you can't blow that big of a lead. And uh, it's kind of funny that it was Kyle Shanahan that that came back on him after after the Falcons. It's kind of to me like the Dodgers manager, right? They run their whole thing through analytics. They they got clowned on in the World Series a couple of years ago for switching pitchers out here and there and making dumb mistakes like that. It's like, yes, the Dodger manager is there, but what is he doing? Like, he's just there to be a babysitter, essentially. And it makes me think about, like you said, Cam, like 99% of coaches. Think about like the time, like imagine if Bill... In the Super Bowl against the Seahawks, he didn't take a timeout when they were down on the one. He knew that on the other sideline they didn't know what they were doing. They were panicking. He, the analytics say take the timeout. Like that's what the nerds are saying. Take the timeout. It's going to save time. You have a chance to go down and score after they score. And he was like, no, we're going to wait. We're going to see what they do. They're going in for a passing formation. This is exactly what we want. We know we know what they're going to run. Like there's a human aspect to it. And coaches like Dan Campbell, like. They don't deserve to be coaches, in my opinion. Like, be a man. Um, Dill, any thoughts on this? The game <clears throat> discussion? Yeah, we always like to go into the analytics when um, people make decisions off the math in postseason games because we like to add a certain level of, like, increased uncertainty in a in a playoff game, whether it's nerves or uh, atmosphere with the crowd being louder or clutch gene gene, like Julian Edelman in the playoffs or, you know, Brady in the playoffs, even now like Mahomes in the playoffs. I mean, those are like kind of factors that are sort of intangible or, or or not intangible, but what I, what I mean more is like uh, not calculatable. You know, like it's hard to define odds of success when you're talking about, you know, outside influences like you can talk about, oh, well, this team lets up, you know, three and a half yards per every single run where it's a blah, blah, whatever. Like, you know, you can figure out that type of stuff, um, but those intangible things is almost impossible right so at the same token it's like uh we were talking about earlier in the in the fall it's live and die by the coin like it's hard to be like like if you're dan campbell you're just like you know it's a split second decision we went with the numbers like 
That's I mean, I, I wouldn't say that that's a wrong decision because that is what the numbers say. So it, it's you're flipping a coin going either way, you know, whether you decide to go for it or not. I think in this situation, I would rather go up three scores and just burn that into the heads of the other team. Like, oh, shit, we're down three scores. Like, you know, I feel like that's just like a psychological thing. Um, instead, you don't you don't get you don't convert on fourth down and now momentum swings the other way. You know, I don't know, but, um, anyway, uh, as for the game, um, 49ers looked a lot better this game. I think, uh, obviously comeback win shouldn't have let up as many points as they did to begin with. Um, but they looked good on offense. Um, they got some lucky breaks like you guys were saying, but still, um winners find ways to win and i'm i've been on brock purdy i've been, i like i've liked brock purdy since he's been in the league um the napkin you know, prophecy the napkin prophecy he's going to the he super needed. bowl how many does he need um remind 80%, me 80 percent five and a half yeah. six no he's 80 percent of brady yeah so he needs so he needs how many rings? I'd say five. Six points. <laughs> so he needs, we'll round down to five, and we'll say uh, this is going to be number one. I hope so. Um, I will say about Brock Purdy, not a great stat. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it. I sent it to you before the show. You know what his record is right now as the starter of the San Francisco 49ers? 21 and 5. 6, 6, 6. 21 and 5. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo's record as the 49ers starter heading into his Super Bowl matchup versus Mahomes. 21 and 5. So maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit of the system stuff there. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I have much more to say on this game. I, we're, we'll cover the matchup completely next week. Um, but. I just I I'm I'm we were talking about this. People don't seem excited for the Super Bowl and they're saying this Super Bowl nobody wanted. Uh, Cam and I had a little conversation about it earlier. For me, yes, it's not the most exciting matchup, probably because it's kind of the chalk matchup coming into the year. If an idiot like me could pick it. Um, I mean, it, it is more interesting based on the way the Chiefs season went. And I guess the Niners are kind of boring to me. They've just been consistent. They had a bit of a rocky road through injuries, but then they've been pretty good since. I think it's just the fact that we had this matchup so close. You know, there's not really the revenge storyline because the quarterback is different for the Niners. Um, I don't know. I, it's obviously it's going to be fun to watch, and it's the Super Bowl. I think. <coughs> Excuse me. A part of it is I'm fueled more by hate than I am for a rooting interest. I just don't want the Chiefs to win. Secondly, my team is so far out of it. It's like not even interesting to me because it doesn't matter what happens in this game. We're not going to win next year either way. So there's not going to be a Super Bowl hangover that affects my team in any way. Um, I don't know. I'm not that jack- jacked up. I'm also not jacked up about Usher at all. And uh, Chris Afanella's fiance, Megan, was like ready to knock my head off when I told her that. But Usher doesn't do it for me. Commercials have gone downhill. Um, just not that excited for the bull. Cam, you are you you are amped up for the bull. I am, yeah. I I think it's a great matchup. I think they're the two best teams in the league. Um, I think the rematch aspect's kind of cool. You said the quarterback's different, but there's a lot of players on the Niners that obviously were on the team the first time around. There's a video of Nick Bosa crying out there. Obviously, George Kittle said uh, we'll be back. So I actually like it a lot. I really hope Purdy comes away with it, just for the napkin theory and the fact that everybody hates on him so much, which makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, I but, don't uh, get it. Yeah, no, I am excited. I I agree with you. Not so excited about Usher. Uh, I think he'll be good. He's a good performer, but. Compared to the the last time around, Shakira and J Lo, I don't know if he's going to be able to live up to that. You think there's going to be a lot of Shakira J Lo coverage in this bowl? 
probably not. No, I think it's probably. I thought you said more- there, you thought there was. Did I say that? I thought you said there's going to be like comparisons because they the last time they played, that's who was the halftime show. I said something to that nature. I think it was more just wishful thinking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think they I'm might. For the matchup. I'm excited for the matchup just because it's Super Bowl. You get to see Mahomes again. It's kind of bland, but, you know, it is still kind of seeing like greatness kind of happen, seeing him out there, even though it pains me. Um, I'm very much rooting for the 49ers. I have a couple friends at work that are 49ers fans, and uh, I've never hated the 49ers because they've always been, at least when we've been on, alive watching paying attention to football um they've kind of been bad or fringy and been a couple always, good years they made it to the nfc championship a couple times yeah yeah and that's why i was saying you know they're fringy they're not they're not the super bowl contending team too often they have been the past couple years they've been okay they got really good chance this year it didn't happen last year now they got an opportunity um so, you know, and, and all the hate, too, like every people for years. I mean, same thing when Garoppolo was a quarterback, just crapping on this team after they win games. And uh, there's no other team like it. There's no reason to not like them. It's not like you have a Mahomes on the roster. It's not like you have some jackass on the roster, at least currently. It's, uh, it doesn't make any sense. It's because um, the, the, bur- the party hate comes from jealousy because teams are like, how the hell did they end up with a decent quarterback with the last? Yeah. Draft? And the the hate for the Chiefs is, I can I now understand. I told this camp today too. I now understand why everyone hated the Patriots so much. Oh, I get the hate for the Chiefs. I'm just talking seeing, about hate for the Niners. Seeing the same dude in the in the Super Bowl every year is boring and is not as exciting as like a new guy's chance. Like I get that. That that makes a lot of sense. So. It's like watching the. King Cobra is just destroying with the ball every single year. Exactly. Have to break it up. Yeah. So, um, yeah. All right. <coughs> um, Dylan, NHL All-Star game this weekend. You got any oh, on that? I didn't think we were going to talk about this. You know who's in <coughs> who, Who's uh, All-Star? Um, two guys I Ooh. want to mention real quick. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy Swayman, the backup goalie for the Bruins, technically, um, is an all-star um, ahead of our starting goalie, who arguably has better numbers. <laughs> but Wait, uh, why the, is that? Well, so he won. Uh, every team gets one player. Uh, that's just rule. Um and I don't that one player is not voted in. This is why I like hockey all star. Um, that's not voted in. I think that's a coaching coach's decision around the league type thing. Um, but then there's like six um, spots that are fan voting. And Swayman was one of the fan voting um, players to make it. Uh which it doesn't have a special asterisk next to it. It'll, you know, it still says regardless of if you were voted in by fans or by coaches, you know, you still are an all-star. It doesn't make a difference. Um, so Jeremy Swayman, the backup goalie for the Bruins, who is in his like second or third year being an absolute nobody from uh, like U Maine as he went to college, U Maine. Um, Cool story for him. He's a really good goalie. Um, and then the other guy from the Anaheim Ducks, Frank Vitrano, is nice. an all-star, former Bruin, and he stinks. Like, he was so bad on the Bruins. He was a third, fourth liner, um, had a little bit of skill, small, not strong, uh, like, not just not great. Um, I think his dad was an NHL player. His dad might have been an all-star, pretty pretty decent player. Um, I mean, the Ducks are really bad, but I figured I'd just bring that up there because, you know, since every team gets a player, like, it was like when I w- or 
someone from Lennox baseball would make the all-star team every year for baseball. <laughs> We're like, uh, we don't belong. Um, anyway, so. Are there any other uh, there? From the Bruins, uh, Pasternak. So, so Pasternak was our one player. Um, I think Cam from, uh, um, me from, uh, what is it? The stupid, yeah, uh, New York, uh, Rangers. I think it's uh, Panarin. He's had a tremendous year, and uh, Kachuk from Florida. Gamer. And um, I don't know if they got a fan vote in Florida, but um, anyway, so there actually is a lot of money on the line in the All Star Game this year. Apparently, there's uh, um, more money than ever before, and not all of it is like charity related. It's like actually like you get actual money. Um, so players might actually be a little bit more invested. So I'm going to watch. I think it'll be a little more interesting than years before. Cam, how are the Panthers doing? Any eyes on them yet or wait until the spring? I haven't really been paying attention now. Uh, other else- Reinhardt's really good. Hammer down. Yeah, he's pretty decent. Hammer down. They're second in the in the Atlantic. Yeah, they're behind the bees. Oh, I can't wait for them to destroy us in the conference final. That'll be fun. Um, other All Star game this week, Pro Bowl. Uh, I have no eyes on it. Um, no Patriots, from what I can tell. I don't know if they have that rule. I don't think they do in the NFL. Um, no, I don't. I don't think they do have any. I thought I saw a headline that. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> um, I don't think we had one last year either. Um, I know Mac yeah, base, was two years ago as that, an alternate. The MLB is like that. Uh, the, every team that, yeah. has a representative. I knew that, but I don't think that works in the NFL, which I almost like more. If you're not supposed to be there, then don't be there. And especially with the NFL, they like count Pro Bowls like, like they're very important. I don't know why. But... Um, Cam, any Giants representatives at the Pro Bowl? Yep, just Dexter Lawrence. He's the only one that made it. Um, saw Gardner made it. That's pretty cool. I don't know if I have any intent. Baker made it. I don't have any intention of watching anything, I don't think. No, me neither. I watched the skills stuff last year. I mean, maybe I will if it's on and I'm bored. But I watched the skills stuff last year, and it sucked. The best catch competition could have been so much cooler. It sucked. I just the only All Star. Oh, I remember you complaining about that. Yeah, the only All Star game that does it for me is the MLB. That's it. I don't care about the other ones. I think basketball. The change to the basketball one makes it a little cooler. I think this the dunk contest sucks because it's a bunch of no names. Three point contest couldn't care less about. Um, NHL. I just don't follow the sport enough to really care. I think the shootout competitions are cool, but. I, again, I think it's a little gimmicky. Home run, give me the home run derby. Give me the all-star game for the MLB. That's the only all-star festivity I really care about. The Pro Bowl is an absolute joke. And now it's just flag football. Like, why the hell would I want to watch that at all? Uh, I think the, I, I think the uh, hockey 3v3 um, sort of matchup, the way they do it now for division, I think is a lot better. I think it would be cool if the MLB did something like that. Um, had a little like midseason uh, tournament or something, and they did uh, best teams from each uh, division. That'd be kind of best players from each division. That'd be cool. Cam, any, like any thoughts on the Pro Bowl or All Star games in general? No. Did they add anything new this year? I don't think so. The only thing I saw advertised was best catch and the uh, the gauntlet, which I think probably is their best event, the gauntlet. But it's over in 10 seconds. So Yeah, no, that's something I just watch highlights of. Yeah. You can look it up on social media and it's done. Best catch last year was one of the most disappointing things I've ever watched. Like, they didn't even catch half the balls. Um, all right. I don't think I have anything else to talk about unless you guys do. Oh, the Celtics dismantled the heat cam any any comments yeah bad yeah heat are not looking great they're on a little bit of a losing streak we just got terry rozier um 
So hopefully that helps at some point. Oh my God, and, that's uh, a that's an aim I recognize. <laughs> that um, I don't know. We kind of do this every year though. Just don't play in the regular season. Then we get to the playoffs and we make it to the finals. And um, I tell you what, Heat, Heat fans on Twitter are the worst. They're the worst. Like Celtics. Yeah, I, I don't follow it very closely, but. Celtics know. green teamers are annoying, yes, but <coughs> the Heat fans, especially there's this one, Heat Culture, I think is his handle, is just the worst. Just it talks about how like all their moves are brilliant and genius and then it shits on them when they're bad. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know what to make of them. But he was talking about how Terry Rozier was this huge pickup and some Celtics fan flamed him, was like, you guys thought you were getting Dame and you're with Terry Rozier and you're bragging. So... Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The Celtics are playing well, and we'll just see if that continues because they always play well this time of year. And then when the going gets tough, they poop themselves. That's, the Bruins and the Celtics are the exact same team. <coughs> yeah, kind of. But the Bruins seem to lo- – the Celtics at least put together a little bit of a run. The, the Bruins seem to lose in just heartbreaking fashion every time. Like, even the Celtics losing last year, they went down 3-0 first. Like, they just did not show up to play for the first three games. It's like the Bruins The Bruins should have won that series and crapped themselves. I mean, I guess they had a very similar – yeah, I guess they had a very similar storyline last year. Um, all right, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. We don't have parlay. List guys is suspended. We do usually bring back – List guys Super Bowl preview week. We do something Super Bowl related. So we can do that next week. But I don't think we have anything yeah, else. We do it next week. No Tucker. So far on the season, Dylan has an absence. No, Dylan has half an absence. Tucker has a full absence. So just keep that in your in your voting consideration for take of the year. All right. I think that's our show. Um, we will have full Super Bowl breakdown. We'll break down. The, we'll talk about the game. We'll talk about the halftime show. We will. We got to figure out. We got to do something different for a parlay. I feel like we got to do something special. I know probably. I don't know what DraftKings offers in terms of uh, you know f- funny prop bets, but we could figure something else out with a book maybe uh, for that. I don't know. We got to do something different. We'll find. We'll figure out a list, guys. We'll we'll have uh, a full a full uh, finale to our football season. And then the next week we will have a full breakdown of the game, including the halftime show, which Cam always enjoys uh, getting into. So, um, yeah. Uh, Thanks for getting wasted with us. And we will see you for Super Bowl preparedness week next week. So long. See ya.